Hello everyone, welcome to our new podcast, Technically Yours, where I discuss changes in technology and how they'll impact our lives. If you're socially active, by that I mean if you're active on social media, you'd be aware that Instagram, IG, last week launched in IGTV, okay, Instagram TV, where users can search for and upload videos and watch videos. It looks like a mobile-first version of YouTube within your Instagram app, which itself has a billion users. So, many people have been asking the question, is YouTube done? Or at least, is the growth of YouTube done? Is IGTV the YouTube killer? And this episode discusses my answer to that question. So first, let's see the things that we're not going to talk about. For example, the name of the service itself, which I very much want to talk about, but that would be a divergent tangent. But seriously, why IGTV? I mean, if you wanted to bank on the Instagram trend, you could still use Gram TV or Insta TV. I mean, why even TV? But okay, we're not going to talk about all of that. And we're also not going to talk about the individual features by feature comparison between IGTV and YouTube because a lot of people have done it already on YouTube and um, on different blog posts. So what are we going to talk about? We'll take a step back and take a more conceptual look on why people consume content. What I've tried to do is break down on why, where, when, and how does one consume content and the urge for consuming content, depending on those four questions, will decide do IGTV and YouTube both have a space to exist or is one poaching on the other? So let's start with the first question, where? Where do you watch videos? As in, which device? Uh, As for YouTube, in my personal case, uh, I watch it either usually on TV or desktop slash laptop. I seldom watch it on the phone unless I'm putting a music on for the event or uh, I'm showing some video to someone at a some time outside home. So TV and desktop are the way to go for consuming YouTube content for me versus IGTV, which will be in IG app, which is on the phone. So it is definitely something that you'd use it on the phone. And even if you look at Instagram app, it has the website version, but the version is something, if you visit the website, it is telling you, please, please go to the app, right? It's the same thing with IGTV. IGTV is made for the phone and um, not only mobile first, but I would like to call it mobile only. It's the mobile only app. Um, and it all makes sense because YouTube, as you know, is the second most visited website on earth. It has more than 1.5 billion users who watch more than hour a day of content versus And half of that whole traffic comes from desktop and versus IG as an app has about 90% or more active usage from mobile. So it makes sense for both of them to target different markets for desktop, laptop and mobile. And I think both of them make sense. And my conclusion on this space is there is enough space for three or four screens at this time in the age we live in. There is enough space for desktop uh, as in laptops, uh, notebooks, TVs and phones. So I think the world we live in has enough space for three or four screens through which we consume anything. 
And I believe that both of them, YouTube and Instagram, are targeting very different types of screens. So I think both have enough space to exist. Let's get to the second question of when. The reason why we ask this question is to understand whether IGTV is targeting your YouTube time or is it carving out its own space in your day. So when we talk about when we visit those apps, both of them, uh, when do you consume YouTube? When do you go to YouTube? For me, because I watch it on a desktop, a laptop, or a TV, I usually do it when I'm at my desk or when I'm at my home which also translates into when I have more time on my hands, right? And versus Instagram, I usually would not do it on my desk or on at my home. I would, I would check into it, but not really be on it for very long. I would use Instagram when I'm on the bus, I'm waiting for a coffee, when I'm taking breaks, stuff like that. The time when you have nothing else or better to do or take advantage of, you check your Facebook or you check your Instagram. And it also makes sense that YouTube has usually an hour of a day of usage on an average user versus Instagram has about average user usage about 30 minutes a day. So I think YouTube is taking your time. You're watching it when you have more time or at leisure or you're wanting to watch something um, versus Instagram and hence Instagram TV will now be more of when you're doing something when you don't have actually anything else to do at that time to use it more productively. So it also, so what I would like to say in this segment is I think there is space for both. Instagram TV is not eating into your YouTube time. They both are different kind of times. IGTV is just eating into a different kind of content in your IG time. Um, and I mean, realistically, you can't watch, even though it allows for about an hour of video, you can't watch a 60 minute long video on your phone because your phone has other functions. You still want to text someone, you call someone, use other apps. You, you can't just use one and watch one video. So I don't think phone is an active or um, an ideal medium to watch long form content. And for long form content, you would end up going to desktop or TV where YouTube is the only way to go. So hence, I believe both of them are trying to different target different ways and different times at which you consume content. And hence, YouTube, I think, will still take more time out of your day than Instagram. A quick plot twist to that is if the phones come out with projectable screens in anytime soon, um, well, then one can do anything they want with the phone while projecting IGTV on the screen. So watch out, YouTube. Now let's discuss the how. The how of watching a video in this context, I mean the format of watching a video, which is portrait versus landscape. Yes, the debate between portrait and landscape. Um, you might say or think that it sounds trivial, but to me, I think it's very important. For example, the, the format, the choice of format is very important. So for example, if I want to watch a video about how to change an oil in a car or a tire in a car, would I want to watch it on portrait or landscape? My preference personally will always be landscape because partly because I believe we're biologically wired that way. If you look at the horizontal angle that we can view versus the vertical angle, uh, I think we are built to look at a much broader and horizontal view of things. But again, that's my preference. Does Instagram care about my preference or yours? I know that it cares about the changing trends, 
Now the trend, of course, is we're watching more videos and phones, so it wants to meet that and offers only vertical format. Um, but you can also say that as we've changed, our preferences change over time, right? So you could say that we've changed our preference from watching on phones, from TV, so we might over time grow to watch more portrait content than landscape. You might say it, but I really won't believe it because personally, I feel the phones have a limitation as a form factor that their portrait, just because they have to fit a pocket or just because we have to carry them around all the time and it can only project on the screen it has right now. But whenever the next form function comes, I'm, I'm sure it would solve it and landscape will be back again. But again, that's like looking into the future. Um, the, what is these platforms are trying to do is cater to what it is now. So IGTV, for example, has only supporting vertical content, which is the right decision if you look at where things are now. But I believe that even now there would be enough enough opportunity for landscape content to not only exist, but grow. For example, if you want to watch a movie, if you want to watch a Disney movie, would you prefer really watching vertical or landscape? I think you go with landscape all the time. If you want to watch sports, um, would you watch a game or landscape or portrait? I think you choose landscape. And because IGTV is only vertical, I believe there is enough scope and will continue to be for landscape content. And hence, IGTV will only carve out a niche which you're comfortable and want to watch vertical content and YouTube will continue to exist. Now let's come to the why. Now this is my favorite. This is my favorite topic to talk about because this talks about why do you actually want to watch anything at all? Why do you care and what pushes you? Why do you go to YouTube? Why do you go to Facebook or Instagram? And what is the urge inside you that makes you do things, right? What we do is what is a result of something we feel inside. And I know I'm not, I'm not trying to get philosophical too much, maybe on a different podcast, but uh, I'm trying to address this here to understand whether IGTV or Instagram is trying to solve the same problem that is emerging somewhere inside you, which leads you to go to YouTube. Is it solving that same urge or is it solving something else? As far as it solves something else or tries to create an urge in yourself about something else, it is complementary and it's not replacing the same urge. And the urges that you have already will continue to exist. New ones can come, the balance can change, but to me, the balance of the urges between the two reasons why you would want to go on different platforms is also an answer of whether both will exist, one will kill the other or not. Yay! Okay, so now that I got a dose of philosophy into that, uh, that was the yay for that, but let's come back to the question of why in a little bit of analogous way. If I want to take a step back and conceptually compare, I would want you to think about YouTube versus IGTV the same way you think about Google versus Facebook, which again, very obvious, YouTube is owned by Google and Instagram is owned by Facebook. I think you'll see what I'm trying to say. Look at this, for example. When do you go to Google? When do you want to go to Google? Well when there is something you want to know. So you open Google, you search, you research, you spend hours. 
when do you go to Facebook? What makes you go to Facebook? When there is someone you want to know more about, right? Something versus someone. And you follow their updates, you check their updates, which is, if you're really going for that purpose, it's less time consuming than researching for hours on Google, right? And the problem they're trying to solve is so different. Google is solving your urge to know more about the world in different ways you would want to know and about different things you'd want to know. And Facebook is a very niche thing. You go on and you find out a bucket and basket of things about bucket and basket of people that exist in the world. You have your own web of things. You're in, in between knowing and discovering versus Google is the whole wide world. And given a rational person in a different, in, in, in today's world, you would have both urges. You would have urge to connect with your friends and want to know what they're up to and maybe, maybe tell them and brag and brash about what you're up to. Um, or, or just, I don't know, there could be like sad things people share too, but not as often. But basically you would want to connect to your circle. But at the same time, you would still have urges that you would want to meet about understanding the world, and that's what Google is for. Facebook does not replace that. So just as the coming of Facebook did not kill Google, you know where I'm going, right? You know exactly where I'm going. IGTV and YouTube solve totally different kinds of problems. And the coming of IGTV with that analogy, analogy will not kill YouTube. I'll tell you how. I tried to go on, for, of course, IGTV will continue to evolve, but for now, uh, for example, I went on IGTV and did a search feature, right? Um, on the search feature, I typed how to invest. It did not come up with anything. When I searched for CNBC, it showed up the CNBC channel, but it did not show how to invest, did not show up any results. Now, of course, it can evolve over time, but I believe Google is the king of search and YouTube will be the king of search. When you want to know something about the world, you would want to Google, and if you want to watch it about something you want to know, you would go to YouTube. Can Facebook not be smart enough to solve that problem? Of course it can be, but it is willingly not trying to be. It wants to create a niche, so it focuses on creators. It wants to focus on the people who are creating content and profiles right now at least versus telling you different things you could solve or how to videos. So I really believe they're trying to solve very different problems. And just as Facebook did not kill Google, and that was because they continued to solve two different problems or two different intents your personality wanted to reach at, I believe IGTV is a definitely a complement to YouTube and definitely just if it even if it wants to in its current form it cannot replace because they're solving different um, intents that you're trying to achieve by using them I could have done a drum roll but then there's no suspense the answer is clear after all the questions of where how when and why that I don't believe IGTV is here to kill YouTube IGTV will not kill YouTube. That's the answer. But then 
it does not mean IGTV will not succeed. I think it has a really, really good shot at succeeding. It has, in past, Facebook has tried to do different things through different apps, and it has done standalone apps, which have not gone fruition. But I think really good thing here is IGTV is built in within your IG app. So there are already a billion people on Instagram. They're, they're already on the ramp easily to start and try IGTV. And I believe it will have to really try hard to not succeed. It will definitely get more viewership. The amount of time that you spend on it will rise. Uh, the more video you watch, the more time you watch the videos, it would have more ads uh, between those roles as well. They said that they would introduce ads in January 2019, or at least the start of 2019. So once you start in come to a habit of watching more videos, you'll see more ads, probably more ads will give more incentive for creators to create more and longer content and more often, and which would lead you to watch even more. And then that would lead to more monetization. And then the vicious circle, I mean, the good circle in this case, vicious for YouTube, will continue. And it would only and only help IGTV grow and more successful over time. Now, let's talk about who gets hurt in this game of success of IGTV. Um, of course, as we talk about IGTV will not kill YouTube, but then I think YouTube will be the biggest loser after all, because um, as we're talking about ad formats, when we talk about ad formats right now, uh, specifically in the very growing area of video formats, YouTube is the lone king. Like there is nobody to compete with. YouTube, of course, Facebook is, but not really that much. There's only so much video you could fit in the Facebook feed for it to still exist and serve the purpose it was supposed to, right? So IGTV is a real competitor and the more successful it will get, it would be, it would, I believe in the long run, really try to limit the growth of YouTube as in, in terms of the people who want to sponsor video ads, they will grow over time. That bucket will grow over time. But for now, YouTube has no equal competitor, but all the ads are based on auction format, right? So more successful IGTV will get at this format of video ads, the YouTube rates will go down, like the ad rates will go down. So that YouTube is still will be the biggest loser, but I mean, depends on biggest in terms of absolute or percentage. But at the same time, I believe bigger losers would be Twitter's and Snapchat and the other apps, even Facebook. Yep, even Facebook. Um, the reason that I say that is, you know how conceptually we talked about where, when, how, and why? What time does IGTV take away? What eyeball time you're spending on IG, where is that substituted from, right? You have to understand that because any time that you're spending on IGTV and hence uh, you're giving them eyeball time and hence you're being uh, served that ad, the same time you could have spent on some other app and looking at someone else's ad, right? So I would say the thing, the people who have to lose are the other apps or other platforms that can function on your phone, which could have showed you that app. So uh, if you look at a day uh, in the whole average time usage of how we spend time, right? It was estimated before that we watched on an average four hours of cable TV. Of course, um, with the change in generations, I think that time would go down. But basically, there were four hours, let's say now three or four, which we spend still on watching TV. And then the other time is 
about eight to nine hours of sleep or seven hours of sleep. And then the rest of the day is work. So eight hours of work, about eight hours of sleep, 16 hours, four hours of CV, 20 hours. That leaves you with four to five hours of, let's say, doing nothing productive time, um, right? So now keep this in mind versus I'm going to tell you now the average amount of time people spend on different services. So Facebook, let's start with Facebook. People, an average user spends uh, 50 minutes on Facebook per day. And Snapchat is about 26 minutes. Instagram right now is about 30 minutes. YouTube is about one hour. These are all approximate. And Netflix is about one hour, 33 minutes. Yes, Netflix defeats all. But then again, it is more content that you watch on TV and desktop like YouTube. And hence, those formats have more time. But the point I'm getting that getting at when you compare those two is those four hours that you used to watch on TV, I think are eventually taken by Netflix and YouTube because those two are the ones you can watch on TV slash desktop in a wider screen when you have more time, for example, when you're home. So if you look at Netflix, one and a half hours, YouTube, one hour, so that's two and a half hours. So I think that's pretty decent, right? Uh, when you were in the age of watching cable, you watched four hours of I guess, cable TV, and now millennials are up to two and a half hours of Netflix and YouTube. That leaves them an hour. Uh, so maybe they watch a little less content and then use different apps like Snapchat and Instagram, right? Uh, so it just works out. If you add up Netflix, YouTube, Snapchat, and Instagram, it works out to a total of four hours. Um, but then again, you have to understand that Snapchat and Instagram are things that people use in their other basket of four hours, which is when they're not doing something productive. Again, uh, what I'm trying to say in painting all this picture is, coming back, I think IGTV will not eat into your actual YouTube time, which is mostly, or at least halfway in desktop and laptops. It will eat into your phone usage time of different apps, which are Snapchat and Facebook, um, the other dominant apps which are used on phone, right, and Twitter. So. I believe while YouTube will really suffer if IGTV really goes up, especially because of the ad rates, but the market of video ads on a whole will continue to grow so exponentially from here for many years to come, especially with increasing speeds and increasing um, <clears throat> affordability of data in emerging nations, that even if IGTV succeeds, YouTube will have a problem with its ad rates, but they will both continue to grow and form and um, try to deliver different intents of your life but the biggest sufferers would be twitter snapchat and yes facebook the creator of instagram thank you so much for listening and i hope i gave you something to think about if you liked this episode please share it with your friends and leave a good review on the podcast channel technically yours and if you want to follow me because we've been talking about igtv on Instagram, my handle is Sunny Goklani at S-U-N-N-Y-G-O-K-L-A-N-I. Thank you and see you soon.